Hello and welcome to episode 58. We are talking about having a feminine business model that allows you to really step into who God called you to be. Uh, Oddly enough though, I really want to unpack feminine versus masculine because I truly believe that uh, your business is fluid um, and there really is no 100% feminine business, but I definitely want to unpack what I've been able to build, what I'm continuing to build, what I'm encouraging my clients to build as it relates to our core values. So if you are someone who is a business coach, course creator, aspiring high ticket coach, and you really want to make sure that your business is in alignment to how you want to do life, then this is the perfect episode for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand with Tanya Rivera Falcone. This podcast was created for impact-driven and legacy-minded women of influence who are looking to grow and even scale their coaching businesses with five-figure transformational coaching packages. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, specializes in high-ticket sales, offer creation and curriculum design, and high-performance team building, and believes that with the right offer, the right marketing plan, and the right team, you truly can create your business and life by design. All right. So I love talking about this because um, I feel like I really attract two kinds of people. Um, One, my corporate savvy chicks who know that I have a pretty strong corporate background and know that I come from a really strong sales management background. And so really aligning themselves with that part of me because they're like, oh yeah, Tanya gets it. She understands how to drive a business and drive sales. And then because I talk a lot about being a wife and a mom and, you know, kind of really trying to be in tune with God's calling for me. I also attract women who are really leaning heavily into the feminine business model, really leaning on their intuition and their values. And so I really believe that the best and most profitable business really understands how to uh, really carefully and effortlessly ebb and weave in between the feminine and the masculine. So what I want to do first is really unpack some of the things that I believe are some non-negotiable masculine elements to a business so that you really understand like how can I overall have a business that fits my lifestyle and really aligns with my core values, but also that I'm really in position to grow and that profitability is important to me because I feel like sometimes when we lean heavily into the feminine, we don't realize that we're missing an opportunity to really grow in a way that can be easy and can be simple. Um, And we're trying to like, away from the masculine so that we can say that we have a feminine business, but then it's not growing and it's not showing profit and we're really not doing things in a strategic way to eventually get into a position of scale um, and to hire more team members and all that good stuff. So I'm going to start unpacking what I believe are some of the things that it's okay if you're leaning more masculine in these areas of your business. Okay, so the first is sales. You know, I think we talk a lot about being kind of in flow and like letting sales come to us. And, you know, I saw an article as I was doing my research for this about walking away and trusting. So, you know, for example, publishing a post on social media and, you know, walking away and just hoping that or praying that or wishing that um, 
sales come from that. And so and when I was in corporate, I used to always tell my employees, like, we don't wish, hope, pray. Well, we do pray. But we don't wish, hope, and just expect greatness. We plan for greatness. We expect greatness through our efforts and through our strategies and, and knowing that what we're doing is working because we have the analytics to prove it. And so when it comes to sales, I definitely believe there is an essence of flow that needs to be involved. I definitely believe that we want to, you know, carefully nurture our audience and really speak to, in, you know, their heartstrings and really get aligned to what your particular audience needs in order for their growth to happen. But to me, sales management is an, is, is an absolute must. And so every single client of mine gets a full-blown sales tracker. They know, um, you know, how to use it. There's trainings on how to use it. Um, they're able to track their progress each day um, based on their mix of business. So most of my clients have, you know, in the past and currently um, a high ticket program that they're looking to grow, scale, launch, whatever, and maybe some products in, in between, whether it's courses or workshops. And so they should know if they're using their tracker, what sales are coming out of what, and really being able to plan for the profit that they desire. And so that's another word, profit, that I was reading several articles that talked about um, planning for and building a business around profitability is extremely masculine. And that to me is just like, so we're saying that we want to be able to ebb and flow through life, right? We're saying that we want more time with our family and friends, but yet we can't care about profitability because that's too masculine. So what I would say with, about that is how can we in then in turn build a business that is profit forward, right? That is automatically going to put you in a profitable position. And I'm going to unpack that in a second when we go into business models, because I have a solution for that. <laughs> um, but we don't have to walk away from the idea that our business is profitable or should be planning for profit thinking that that's too masculine. Um, one of the things too that I read was structure. And so I'm gonna unpack what structure can look like in this particular business model, but don't be afraid of having structure in your business. Don't be afraid of, you know, I just did a training for my friend last week for her group coaching program about team. And I walked through what a typical org chart should look like if you're looking to build a team around your high ticket group program. And I'll actually do another, I'll do an episode on the podcast for you ladies so you can see as well what, you know, I'm teaching inside of my own program. And now for other ladies who want to have a business that can be lean, but still has a structure to build the business that we desire. And so one of the things that I believe and one of my core values is to have a high level of service. We put our clients first in everything that we do. And so it is my responsibility to make sure that I'm building the structure that can support that, that I'm building, you know, a business and a company that really does have space for amazing client experiences that I want my clients to get results. One, I want them to feel good about their investment with my company. And of course I want them to sign again. I want them to work with us long-term. And I, you know, I've for a long time have said, some of my best clients have worked with me for 18 months and beyond. And so we can't do that without structure. One of the most important elements to your business is your client success department. 
so that you know and can track your clients' results and really make sure that your curriculum, as we talked about on our previous podcast, that our curriculum is specifically designed for their needs. So <clears throat> yes to sales and tracking sales and being you know aggressive with what you desire for your sales. Yes to tracking your profit, albeit <clears throat> maybe it's a little bit more quote unquote masculine than what other business coaches would say but it's to, to me very necessary. And yes, really thinking about the structure and the organizational design of your business so that you are putting your needs first, your business and your clients needs first as well. Um, one of the other things that I saw too was like having meetings a lot and, and really talking about all the things that you want to do and like that's really heavy. And so if we're not meeting to make sure that our business is doing what it needs to do, then what are we doing? Like, what, what do you have a team for if you're not meeting with them? Okay, and deadlines. That was another thing that I saw. Deadlines. Why do we have to have deadlines? Deadlines is so corporate-y. And it's like, no, a deadline is a checkpoint for organizational excellence. Let me say that again. A deadline is your checkpoint for organizational excellence. I don't know about you, but I'm not doing this just for fun. (laughs) I'm doing this so that I can leave my mark. Um, I talk a lot about legacy. And so... Is it that we're, you know, back in a nine to five where if you don't make your deadline, you get written, like, it doesn't have to be that serious, but we definitely want to make sure that we're taking our business seriously so that we can get the results that we desire and so that our clients can too. So those are some of the things that I wrote down when I was doing my research on what people are saying about, um, you know, your business being too masculine. And so what I want to do is kind of walk through some of the key elements that you can focus on to make sure that your business is more feminine aligned, but also knowing that you have the structure and the sales process and the, you know, idea that profit matters, but still in a feminine way. So off the rip, something very easy is your branding, right? So is your branding aesthetically pleasing to someone who would be attractive attracted to a more feminine aligned business model. Like obviously we want to make sure that we are looking at the part, right? And so how you show up matters, obviously how your brand shows up matters. And more importantly than that, the core of your brand. And so your purpose, your vision and your values, right? Do they align with what you believe is what a feminine business model should be based around? And so one of the things that I, wrote down just in in terms of my philosophy is hours of operation. Like I want to make sure that I'm working within the confines of what my life and my business both need to look like. And so I'm not working at eight o'clock at night unless I have a project that I'm working on. Right. I'm not expecting my team to be, you know, working at the crack of dawn or breaking night on a funnel. Right. Like those are things that I don't practice. Uh, I also make sure that when I'm hosting trainings and things like that, that I'm hosting them around the time where I think will be best suitable for my clients so that they can show up for our trainings and for our programming without having to sacrifice family time. That's a thought of mine. Like, I want to make sure that I'm not, I'm never going to, you're never going to see a massive brand consulting training at five o'clock in the afternoon when I know she's just got home (laughs) with the kids and she's about to cook dinner and like, you know, like, so thinking about things like that. Um, 
also too the programming that that I'm creating is for a more leveraged model. So we talk a lot about having a leveraged business model, meaning we're making sure that our clients, we're building in a seamless way for clients to spend more, but get way more and across the span of time. And so that's why I'm a huge proponent of 12 month programming. Really, it's more than 12 months, but that's like the start of it all, right? There's more podcasts and episodes um, that we previously recorded about this specifically. So definitely take a scroll down. But when I think of a more feminine aligned model, I'm thinking high volume with low transactions. So for me, a more masculine model is a lot of transactions, a lot of low volume sales, and we're just cranking them out. Even that <laughs> cranking, cranking sales out, even that feels heavy and, and, and masculine, right? So I'm not saying that we're not, we don't have to have a lot of transactions, but what I'm saying is that we're really focusing in on high volume sales so that we don't have to worry about having a lot of transactions. What that means is, yes, we actually do service less clients than most other business models, but we get to serve them in a deep and transformational way that gives us all space right? But also gives great results. So that is one of the key elements, in my opinion, to really having an aligned business model that really speaks to your core values as a feminine woman in business, okay? Um, Positioning. So really speaking to what a woman in business wants to hear, right? Like what are some of the core values of your audience and making that the forefront and helping her build a business that can really strategically be an asset to her and allowing for her to show up the way she needs to. Okay, so we talked about the branding and aesthetics. We talked about, you know, even your hours of operation being something that you think of, um, how you manage your team, really how you create your programming and services so that you're able to have the business that is profitable, but in a way that still provides deep transformation. So again, high volume of sales with low transactions, okay? So systems and strategies. I, those words always feel heavy for people who are like, oh my God, like I just want to kind of ebb and flow, but what is, so here's the thing. A strategy can be a feminine strategy, right? So when we talk about content marketing, when we talk about, um, you know, showing up for your clients, we talk about what it looks like to have your sales process. Like think about all those things. So we think about lead generation, what feels good for you, but then knowing, okay, if that's going to be the way that I attract leads, then I'm going to monitor the success of that. I'm going to track the success of that. And if it's not working, I have to do different, right? So that's the thought process. If we're talking about, you know, signing clients, what is the process that works well for assigning clients, that feels good to you, that is intuitively how you want to show up and tracking the success of that. Again, client success and client, you know, delivery, our product delivery. So think of the systems and the strategies that you've implemented thus far. And the first question is, are they working? Am I getting enough leads? Am I signing enough clients, right? (laughs) Are my clients, when they are in our programs, are they happy And happy just means, are they getting results, right? That is what client satisfaction looks like. I'm getting what I thought I was going to (laughs) get. And so if you're saying, yes, 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 everything I'm doing is working, 
and I feel good about it and I'm not breaking my neck working and I'm not working overtime to make this happen, then yes. But if those things aren't working, then we have to figure out a way that, again, is still aligned to your values, but then produces results as well. Okay, so some of the words that I saw that really spoke to a more feminine business was nurturing, right? So how do we nurture our audience in a way that makes them feel good, but also gives them information? So when I, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about just giving massive value, massive value. And to them, that just means publishing content so that their clients and their audience feel good and that they know that this is a safe space and a place where they can get information. But I just don't, I don't want to just create content just so that you can feel good or so that you can feel like I'm nurturing you or so that you can say, oh wow, Tanya just gives massive value because that's not enough. Like I wanna give action-packed information that's gonna make you take action. And the two things that I always want you to do when you listen to a podcast or when you are on a live stream of mine is to take what I'm saying and run with it. Meaning, wow, that was great information. Let me see how I can implement and integrate that immediately. You will find all of my episodes here on this podcast. I'm giving you some sort of homework somehow, some way, whether it's thoughts to reflect on how you're doing your business or some action steps to take immediately. Always. So I stand on that. That's why I talk a lot about, you know, client experience, because this is part of the experience. My clients listen to this podcast. My future clients are listening to this podcast. So for me, I'm speaking to my clients. So that. (laughs) The second action that I want you to take is eventually, whether it's today or tomorrow, join the program in my business that works for you. Right now, at the time of this recording, it is the high ticket offer elixir. So if you're someone who wants to build a high ticket group program, you want to have organizational efficiency and you want to build an awesome high performance team. There's really not many people on the market that are teaching what I'm teaching in the way that I teach. So that is the next step, right? So really being, you know, nurturing and giving and massive value. And we're just going to hope and pray that everything works out all great. Like part of that, yes. But I also don't want you to sit around and spend 20 minutes listening to me and then to go do the same things over and over again. Like I want you to take action. And so if that is more masculine, (laughs) then so be it. Because what I want is that you come to me and say, thank you for this episode. It was very eye-opening. It showed me a couple of things. It made me reflect on how I'm doing business. I'm going to take what you said and I'm going to make some tweaks. Or, hey, what's the application? I want to inquire about the offer elixir, whatever, right? Like that is the goal. So it is okay. (laughs) It is okay to be action-driven. That is okay. That is okay. Um, hoping and, you know, wishing and, and, and having faith is necessary, but that is not where it ends because we know faith without works is dead, right? So you want to make sure that as you're building out a business that feels good and that is aligned to your values, that it is profitable, that your clients are getting success and that you're able to really feel good and feel proud about the work that you're putting out but that it is okay to have systems and to really come up with strategy that feels good and works, right? That helps to nurture your audience and gets them to convert. Like conversions, like that, even that whole term is very like, oh my God, we're talking about conversions and people aren't numbers. But when we're talking about business, we do have to look at numbers. Numbers matter. 
numbers matter, right? Like we have to make sure that we're hitting our targets, another masculine word, (laughs) so that we're doing what we said we're going to do, right? So if you're someone who's of service, right? And you're saying, I want to help people. I want to help women of color. I want to help, you know, other people like me or whatever, then you, the only way you can do that is if you're a, a portion of the people that are listening to you are saying yes and becoming customers. That is the true measure of the success of your business. So yes, having great downloads on your podcast. Yes. Having people, you know, click like, on a reel or comment that that was good or whatever. It's just the tip of the iceberg. And so those stats matter, but all the stats matter. So I hope this was helpful. Definitely reach out to me if you have any questions, comments about how to make sure that your business is aligned with your value. And that's really what it is. Like, how can I make sure that my business is aligned to how I want to do business? but also in a way that drives sales, profitability, and growth long-term. All right, I will see you around. Hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions, comments, at Tanya Rivera Falcone, and I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Activate Your Massive Brand podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, I encourage you to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you have any major takeaways, I would love for you to leave a review. Reviews ensure that our content stays relevant, so they're super helpful. To stay connected, follow me on all the socials at Tanya Rivera Falcone and go to monetize.massivebrandconsulting.com forward slash start dash here to learn more about booking a complimentary offer audit, a map to millions consultation, or enrolling into our legacy program, the High Ticket Offer Elixir. Until next time.